Welcome to Your Creative Chord Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Lee Hodgins. If you'd like to explore creativity, hear about other creators, or get more inspiring stories to empower you, Your Creative Chord Podcast is the place to be. Please join me at yourcreativechord.com forward slash get inspired here. Kimberly Wiggins is an empowerment coach and the owner of Inspired Women Amazing Lives and A Voice Worth Sharing Productions. She works with women to help them build their confidence, become more visible in their business, and get over themselves to build the success they desire on their own terms. She does this by helping women to reconnect with their brilliance. She's also a podcast consultant and speaker. This point that you made that people need to remember, women especially, need to remember to put themselves first is not being selfish and practicing self-care is important to be able to do well for others, you know, not overloading yourself. Um, I think that that's really hard for women and that's something that, that I like what you're doing. You're literally allowing women practice with self-care and why it's so crucial to becoming useful to other people. It's not like selfish, like you're not going to be like, just because I'm taking care of myself doesn't mean that I'm doing less for you. You know, I can actually do more for you if I've taken care of myself first. I think that's a really big right. one that, that people need. Mm-hmm. And then and the, the other point that you made, trusting your intuition and trusting your own guidance more. That's one I personally have to really work on myself. And I'm sure I'm not alone <laughs> in that. Yes, You're saying, ask questions of yourself. Does this serve me? You know, is it ser- is it serving my highest good? And if not, it is absolutely okay to say no. So on that note, when women are practicing this kind of, first of all, before I even finish my sentence, thank you for that. Those are powerful, wonderful suggestions for people. It's really useful. But when, when women are, you know, practicing this way of nurturing themselves that you just kind of outlined for us. And when women struggle with um, being able to, to trust themselves or being able to say no to things that aren't really uh, in their better uh, or, you know, not really serving them well, and they struggle with the angst of saying no to people. What is your advice to them? You know, just grab it by the bullhorns and do it anyway. <laughs> no, I think that one of the best ways to do that, because, I, yeah, I remember being in that place where I struggled with that. You know, I thought to myself, I I really don't want to say no. Um, but if I think here's here's how I, I handled that. Being able to not respond immediately, being able to say, let me check my calendar. Always use your calendar. Let me check my calendar and make sure it's a good fit for the both of us because I want to make sure that I'm doing justice by you. Oh, I love that. And it's being, yes, it's being in a place of servant leadership Mm. Because you're putting that person's highest good right. before yours. Ooh, beautiful. And you're saying, I want to make sure that I'm in a good place to serve you well. And so then you're able to go back to your corner of the world and really think about everything you have to do and be and, and really knowing whether or not this thing fits into your schedule, fits into your world during the, to be able to do this thing that you're asked of right. you. 
And then you will be able to be in your corner of the world and you can formulate a response. And, and, and when you formulate a response to say no, you're not really saying no. You're able to say, well, Jenny, I looked at my calendar and I see that I have so many things in my calendar mm-hmm. around the time frame that you're asking me to help you that I would not be of good service to you. And when I really help you, when I'm really helping you, I want to be at my best. Right. Because I want to be able to give you the best of me so that we can make your event a total success. So in order to do that, it would this wouldn't be a good time for me to do that with you. But I would love to actually work with you on something else. Something else, meaning let's revisit it. You might even say let's revisit it yes. in a month from or a week yes. from now or whatever. I, you know, I, I love it because yes. you're not act. I think that's the thing that I think a lot of people are hesitant to actually say the word no. And you're not saying yes. no. You're. I love mm-hmm. your response. You're. You're not saying no. You're saying, let me look over my schedule and let me make sure that what I'm doing for you is going to be in your best interest. And in order to do that, I have to be in my, my best frame of mind and energy. And let's make sure that schedule syncs with that. And as yes. I'm looking at that, no, this is not a good time for that. But, um, but I still want to really serve you well. So let's revisit it. So you're always kind of mm-hmm. keeping that door open for good yes. uh, report. I love that. And the, and the thing is, you like you said, people, they don't want to say the word no. Right. So they say the word yes. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> You don't know what response to formulate, so and you don't want to say no, so you say yes. But by putting it off and saying, just let me get back to you. Let me take a chance. To, give me a chance to look at my calendar right, and let me get right. back to you. It gives you a chance to go back to your corner. And if you're not able to do it, formulate a better response besides yes. You know, yes, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, it's even that for me was a, a, a journey of... In, with certain people in my life, being able to say in the moment uh, when they're asking me to do something, being able to say, okay, I hear you. Let me think about it. Let me check my calendar and I will get back to you. And even in that moment, I felt, you know, resistance from certain people, their negativity coming out and learning for myself to s- stop talking, sit sit yes. there and let them have that moment let them have their own space with it let them go through whatever they're you know they're not getting what they want immediately from me but that is not right. my job that is not my responsibility yes. and even that like i think it's it's an incremental challenge and i'm grateful that i've finally learned that lesson <laughs> but but being able to step back and allow that person to go through their response I mean, sorry, their reaction to my response, which is not clear yet. I think that's hard for some people. And and then it, it just being able to practice that then takes you to the step of what you just went through, of then going through your calendar and figuring out a way that you can maybe do it. Mm-hmm. But I, don't you think that sometimes that that's a struggle for people to – that awkward moment where people aren't getting the answer from you they want and <laughs> – <laughs> Absolutely. And Jenny, you handled you handled that perfectly. Oh, Just, yay me. Woo! You can't control <laughs> what other people say or do. You just can't. So you are you, just to be able to sit still right. and look them in the yes. eye and let them have their moment. Yes. I bet you, Jenny, I bet you 
after you've done that a few times. Yes, it changed my relationship completely for the better, yes, I should but, say. And I yeah. bet you felt so powerful. Yes. Well, first it was I had to go through my own, you know, former um, weakness and feeling regret or like, you know, my, my uh, how do I say, transforming my former role as an enabler and recognizing, no, I'm right. stopping that pattern. That's why this is awkward. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but then as I continued to do so, and always with respect to that other person, always because I want our relationship to be better and not and, and healthy, right. you know, right. little by little, yes, that I've transformed relationships like that. And now I'm. it's easy for me to say, okay, let me check my calendar and let me think it over and we'll figure something out. And they're fine with it, you know, right. but I, I just wanted to mention that because I think there probably are many people who, who are where I was with that and maybe felt uncomfortable. So I want to really strike that point home that sometimes making the choice to be responsible for your own change of direction means you have to sit with the uncomfortable awkwardness of how that changes mm -hmm. things with other people. And just like you said, be still and give some space and stay firm, mm -hmm. you know, with what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And it gives you the ability to take your power back. Yes. Because, you know, you really can't control what other people do and say and behave and, and their response to things. Right. But now you have your own power back because you know how, you know where your heart is. Right. You know where your your you know how you'd like to serve them. You know what your greatest good is, right. and you've taken your power back. And even that, I think, I'm grateful. I had a coach too while while I was going through that myself, and I'm glad I had a coach because sometimes when people are going through changes like that, they really do need somebody to remind them, no, that you did you did well. You're 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 learning how to yeah. take your power back. And some people don't know what that feels like even because they're they're not accustomed to it. Yeah. Through your business, you, you offer what you call an awakening, the core of who you are and sharing your brilliance. What ways do you provide this kind of awakening for your clients? There's a couple ways that I, that I do that. I, um, I help my clients to build confidence in who they are. They learn to trust themselves. They learn to show up and not only show up, but show up consistently, nice. not for someone else, but for themselves. They show up consistently for themselves in their, in their life, for their family and for their business. Um, and so I help them to really be more visible, to be more confident in who they are, to really trust themselves, to be more visible. Don't cower in the shadows. Don't be afraid to show up for your life and your family and your business. Show up in what, and we figure out which ways that you need to show up for that and not be afraid to be visible. And so those are just some of the things that I do to help to help women see that the way to get past some of that some of that hurt and to be able to heal it is to really to share your brilliance. That's interesting because I'm going to say it again. You said the way to pass the hurt that you've experienced is to share your brilliance. I think so many yes. people hide their light. And cower. And yes. I love that your your coaching is a constant. Sounds like it's a constant reminder for people to shine their brilliance, and that will in itself heal that, you know, that timidity, that tip and timidness, or that hurt, or or past patterns that you've been, you know, kind of on autopilot, um, 
staying in one spot and not really growing yourself because of the fear. But if you share your brilliance, that light really heals all of that. That's that's an interesting take on that that I don't think many people recognize would be the way to do that. So I love that you're that's your strategy is to help people share their brilliance. Yeah, absolutely, Jenny. I mean, when I first started doing all of this, um, I had a lot of old wounds that had not healed. And it was the more I found out that the more that I shared my brilliance, the more that I began to talk about those wounds and the more they began to heal. Because before I was just stuffing them deep down inside, holding them in there. And they you, and just like with anything that you try to confine that way, eventually it's going to break free. Right. And when it does, it may not be in the best way. Right. But doing it this way, where you are just focusing on, let me figure out what my brilliance is, because we've all got it. Don't let anyone fool you into thinking that you don't have it. We've all got gifts and brilliance. Right. And when you focus on that and you begin to bring that to the surface, then it begins to bring out those wounds and you begin to heal them through the work that you do. Love that. And it's very, again, in, uh, resonates with my Buddhist practice that we we call that brilliance the Buddha nature or the Buddhahood. And Buddhahood is basically <laughs> just tapping the greater qualities nice. of yourself, your your own strength, your compassion, your your talents, your um your care for people, your own unique personality, and shining that in the best possible light. And by doing so, even if you have all that, literally kind of what you just said, if you still, even if we have, and we all do have inner, you know, struggles or problems, or we call it karma, you know, actions that that are repeated and create patterns in our lives, basically, that by shining your brilliance, what I would call Buddha nature, I'm able to illuminate mm-hmm. those dark places in my life and and do, as you said, the inner work to recognize what I need to do to change that. And I think it's it's a right. makes a big difference to be looking at your personal growth um what's the word journey or needs through the this vision of your brilliance or your greater self because it allows you to kind of expand you know the way your perspective and the way that you're looking things versus looking at it from the lower world of suffering you know not knowing Mm -hmm. how to get out of there (laughs) exactly You're listening to Your Creative Chord Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Lee Hodgins. If you love this content, please join my mail list at yourcreativechord.com forward slash get inspired here. That's yourcreativechord, C-H-O-R-D, yourcreativechord.com forward slash get inspired here. No spaces in between anything. And if you join my mail list, you will be the first to know of new content. Plus, you'll get my free checklist of top 10 things to help you reach your goals. Whether you're a creator or looking to explore your creative side, this checklist will help you prioritize and focus for results. That's yourcreativecord.com forward slash get inspired here. Back to the interview. It's interesting that you said that you, as you were learning to shine your own brilliance, you discovered some of your own personal pains. And by sharing them authentically, you were through that sharing process, you were saying, is that how you were able to shine your brilliance? Or just as how did that how did that work? Just as part of your your process of trying to be your better self, the pain came out. 
Yes, basically. it comes out um, because remember, light. Once the light gets in the dark places, mm-hmm. it's not dark anymore. Those dark, <laughs> no, those dark places can't hide. And so, by I just started shining the light on the good places. Mm. And the, when the when I started shining that light on the good places of me, that light got bigger and bigger and bigger. And then it began to crowd out the dark. Love this. It's like, and again, I'm sorry, I keep bringing up my Buddhist practice, but it's so relevant to what you're saying that we have this saying, doesn't matter that a cave has been dark for thousands of years. The moment you strike a match or light a candle, it becomes, it, it illuminates the whole place. It's light, you know, so it doesn't yeah, matter how dark yeah. it's been. As soon as you shine that light, as you say, on the good places, it, it literally brightens up all the darkness. Ooh, I love that. I could write yeah. a song out of that. I know. <laughs> you're you're gonna you know, you're talking about Buddhism. You're gonna I, I love I had this uh the book by Latzu and I would listen to it all the time. I know he's not Buddhist, but just I would run and walk, you know, I would take these long walks and run and I would listen to him in my ear and just so many good practices. He just so many oh so you're gonna make me pull that out again. Latzu L L A O T Z U. He does this book of life thing and it's just, oh, I just love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just, it sounds similar. That the, the Eastern philosophies are, to me, they seem so in sync with a lot of the, you know, the great philosophers of Greece and other places. It's, it's all kind of full circle. It's amazing, you know. Before we wrap up, would you mind sharing an action tip for my audience today? Yes. My action tip for the audience today is start believing in the I am in you today. I am statements. So you are now walking in your I am. Oh, okay. I am healthy. I gotcha. I am strong. I am beautiful. I am gifted. Love it. You, you do whatever your negative mind tells you. Create the I am statement for nice. it. And you start walking in your I am. These, they're so easy to create. Whatever your subconscious mind says, just turn it around into an I am statement and make it beautiful. And, you, and it's so powerful to be able to recite those. And, and stop seeing yourself as not being able to move forward in your life. Take the consistent action on whatever it is you want for your life today. And if you can't figure out what consistent action to take, oh my gosh, is Facebook not full of groups that can help you? (laughs) I mean, Facebook is just full of groups that can help you with that kind of thing. I think, Jenny, you and I met in a Facebook group, Boss Mom. (laughs) Uh, And that's a marvelous It is. I mean, it really is. And so really just... Put it out there. Be visible and don't be afraid to put it out there and say, how do I get help moving forward on this today? Right. right. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to what you said. So just to kind of morph it for my own brain to wrap around. So start your action tips are start believing in the I am statements. So if your brain is saying um, I'm not healthy, then you change it to I am healthy. Mm-hmm. And, and you think of whatever's important to you that you want to start practicing feeling better at, you change it into an I am statement. And then I love this, you talked about stop seeing yourself as not being able to move forward in your life. And it's interesting, because I just spoke about this 
through, this is part of my own um, <clears throat> creativity process that I spoke about recently in another group on Facebook, and my blog just went out today about this, but I... When I'm going through um, a creative process and I get blocked, some, or many people when they go through their creative process and they get blocked, to get out of that block, sometimes it goes back to the self-care piece. And if you're listening to this negative self-talk, the first thing that I do is mm -hmm. envision a very bright, big, red stop sign. And just going in <laughs> sync with your idea, just stop yourself from seeing your perpetuating the you know the view of yourself as not being able to move forward so i just envision a red stop sign when i have a thought like that just stop <laughs> yeah. i love it and then you said i love this part and this is a big part of my process too that consistent action and building your confidence is what helps you awaken to the greatness inside that's what you just said and for me that's real key that because I'm a very deep thinker. So in order for me to stop the worry or the negative thinking, I take action. I do things instead of sitting and thinking about it. I do things. <laughs> that's right. And that's very important, Jenny. Yeah, yes, yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right. I'm a deep thinker too. I and that's tell. what I have to do. <laughs> I have to say, oh, get out of your head. And I have to immediately go do it. Yes. Do yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. I, I think that more people need to hear these things and, and practice them. So, Speaking of that, I, I will put all of your links in the show notes so everyone knows how to find you. And can you share a little bit about um, how they can find you and what, what offerings you may have for them? Yes. Um, so I'm inspiredwomenamazinglives.com. That's my website. That's my podcast name. That's my Facebook group. You can find me in all these places. And um, the... I operate in three areas, Jenny. I um, help women with accountability, which involves being consistent and showing up. I help them with their visibility, which involves them being able to get themselves out there everywhere on social media. Social media is definitely, um, if you're in business, social media is a place for you to be. And I help them to get past the fear of being visible so they can really get out there. And then I help women. The third area is to, if they really want to get their message out there in a big way, I help them create a podcast. Oh, really? So they can do that. Wow. So you yes. teach people how to set up a podcast. Yes, oh, I do. I had no idea. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, I know how, but I know a lot of people would really like to, and they don't have the, I had to learn myself. And, and this is wonderful that you're giving that service to people because people have great messages and, and valuable information for everyone. So that's a wonderful way for them to get that out there. And then if they wanted to, um, how, how does your coaching service work? Is it a one-on-one -on -one or do you do group? How do you do that? I do a combination. I do have some one-on-one -on -one services, like setting up the podcast, especially I have a one-on-one -on -one service for that. Um, and then I have some other group coaches, uh, group programs and courses. Um, so I work with, I work with clients in a lot of different ways. I'm very open um, to the way I work with clients. You know, I don't, you know me, uh, Jenny, I say, just ask. If you want something special, just ask. I love that's going to be your bumper sticker, your slogan. It should be on everything you have. Just ask already. Yeah, just ask. I love that. Know? And I hope that the people listening today will take you up on that. I, I just joined your Facebook group, too, so I'm eager to, to learn from you in that group. And I just wanted oh, to say... You. 
this has been a jam-packed, fun conversation. I've learned so much stuff. And yes. Kimberly Wiggins, thank you so much for being a guest with your Creative Chord podcast today and for sharing your wonderful positivity and your wonderful action tips. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Jenny. You, Your spirit <laughs> is just like, I can feel it through the phone. You well, know, you inspire just, me too. <laughs> it's like, it's so calming and it's so inspiring and I so love it. So. Again, we're a testament to how powerful finding women who are like-minded and want to share that positivity can be because you were encouraging me and, and it, it, it just goes around and it expands. So yay for us. I'm going to pat ourselves on the back. and yes. on that note. <laughs> Thank you. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Your Creative Chord Podcast. I'm Jenny Lee Hodgins. I'd like to sincerely thank my guest, Kimberly Wiggins, an empowerment coach and the owner of Inspired Women Amazing Lives and A Voice Worth Sharing Productions. You'll find all of her links below in the show notes. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can help me by leaving a review on iTunes or share this link with your social media. You can also forward the link to this podcast by email to your friends. Thanks for helping spread the word so your Creative Chord podcast can continue bringing you inspiring interviews and stories. And if you loved this content, please join my mail list at yourcreativechord.com forward slash get inspired here. You'll be the first to know of new content, plus you'll get my free checklist of top 10 things to help you reach your creative goals. If you want to explore creativity, hear about other creators, or get inspiring stories to empower you, please join me at yourcreativechord.com forward slash get inspired here. Thanks for listening.